Khalashin for Khalas? Want to buy or fine dine? Stay tuned to High FM on 101.9. Join Adrian Bugatti for Essen Fresen, Tuesday mornings from 11am, where it's all about the food. The, pick and, the Pesach edition of the Essen Fresen show is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. I'm Adrian Bugatti. Good morning and welcome. We're in the final stretch to Pesach, just seven days left. Most of us have changed over and some have even started cooking, not me. Planning your main courses from pay for Pesach can be like a little tricky. We all focus so much on the first two nights that we forget that there's a whole rest of the week to go through. And um, it's one of the tricky things, especially on the first two nights, is the fact that we can't serve a roast. No dry roasting, that is. And the reason we don't serve roast meats over Pesach is that it might appear that we're trying to fulfill the mitzvah of the Korban Pesach when we no longer have a temple. So this is where Tzimus came in and a lot of people serve pot roasts and other meats that are cooked in liquids. And the truth is that meat in a sauce definitely does better in the warmer there, or on a blech than a dry meat would because that you have to pour a gravy over. It dries out. Well, it doesn't dry out, let's put it that way. But it doesn't mean you don't serve roast vegetables. My roast potatoes are definitely making an appearance this year for Pesach. And then I read something very interesting while I was researching for the show today. It's all about chomets. And it's a different take on chomets, one I've never heard. So chomets represents a lot of things. It can represent idolatry, the Yetzirah, which is your evil inclination. And it even represents our ego. And this is the part that I found quite interesting. Bread has no more substance than matzah. It's mostly flour and water. In fact, bread is basically just inflated matzah. If you're baking matzah and it goes even one second longer than 18 minutes, it becomes chomets. So getting rid of chomets is a physical activity that we do around Pesach. It's part of our routine. But it's time to look at it as, as a mental exercise and getting rid of the chomets in our ego as well. When you think about it, we're talking about being slaves and being freed. We didn't do that. We shouldn't have an ego about that. And one of the things, a simple method of ego for me was when we used to talk about how many people we're having for Seder nights, it wasn't always to gain sympathy. It was actually more to like get people to go, wow, so many people. I was one of those. And now, you know, it, it was quite a common thing that everybody did. And when I look back and I wonder, what was I doing? 20, 30, 40 people per meal. It was a four-course meal, and I would have all the meals. We just didn't go out. So um, we still don't go out, but I definitely don't have so many people. COVID fixed some of this for us. And now having family seems more than enough. More than 10 people to me seems excessive. And yet if I was to suddenly lose my mind and decide to host my entire family, my husband's side and mine, we would be over 50 people with parents, siblings, spouses, aunts, uncles, cousins, nieces, nephews, their spouses and their children. It would be a little bit of a balagan. Now, I do miss the days of having a full house, but not all the work that went into it and the sore back and the aching feet that I didn't enjoy. Um... That was really a big thing for me. So 
The Selwyn Siegel Pesach shop is packing stunning gifts with tea lights this year to brighten everyone's lives. Pop in and see their amazing range of gifts. Help them to spread the light and make a difference in the lives of precious Zoe and Siegel residents. Late night shopping till 8 on Tuesday the 28th at 113 George Avenue, Sandringham. Or shop online at www.selwynsiegelgifts.co.za. Chag Pesach Sameach to all at the Selwyn Siegel Gift Shop. From all, sorry. The Pesach editions of Essen Fressen is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. Whether you are chalishing for chalas or wanting to bry or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. The Pesach editions of the Essen Fressen is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. Today's recipes are definitely not budget-friendly. I chose rather to go to Pick and Pay's wine cellar. On the Pesach brochure at the back are three wines that are perfect for cooking or drinking or both. Um, and then they have a fourth wine called Sarah B. Now, that's perfect when paired with a dessert, although the few people in my family who like wine do not need an excuse for this one. Uh, definitely don't need dessert. So that that was an important thing. Um, and to get these recipes, I asked two of my chefs to come up with recipes using the wine in the brochure. The first recipe is from Chef Dylan Fowry, and it uses the Merlot. The second recipe is from Chef Daniel Kastner and uses the Pinotage. And lastly, the Chardonnay recipe is from me. Now, while not all of these ingredients are on the Pick and Pay specials list, they are available at Pick and Pay in a majority, there might be one or two things where you would need to find somewhere else. Now, the wines are from Sydney Back. Sydney Back is the original Backsburg range of kosher wines, and they've been rebranded. Sydney Back was one of the original owners, um, and they've gone back to using her name. So here's the first one. This is from Chef Dylan. It is an Asian duck salad. It is a very complex recipe. Um, as we have to make a lot of the ingredients we want to put in because they're not available for Pesach. However, it is absolutely delicious. So the Asian spice recipe starts, star anise, six star anise, one and a half teaspoon of cloves, a cinnamon stick, two teaspoons of fennel seed, and two teaspoons of Szechuan pepper. So before I go further, I just need you to know from the Pesach guide that Pick and Pay put out, these are all kidneyot. Well, not all of them. Some of them are kidneyot. But it does say that, um, here we go, whole spices are considered fine. So you can buy the whole spice like your star anise, your cloves, put them in a blender, which is what we're going to ask you to do, and grind them into a fine powder so that you have your Asian spice. So that's the wording. It's on page 30, and it says whole spices um, such as bay leaves, whole dried chilies, whole allspice berries, cinnamon sticks, whole cloves, and peppercorns are on the green list. And coriander is not considered kidney oat as long as it's checked before Pesach to ensure that there is no other grain inside. So like I said, all those spices, you toast them in a dry pan until they're aromatic. This usually means that your whole house smells like a spice shop. It's amazing. 
And then you place the toasted spices into your blender and blitz to a fine powder. Now, fennel is considered kitneyot, so um, this is definitely a Svari recipe or for use by the Svari community. Um, you can use it during the year if, if you would like. And once, as I said, it's all available at Pick and Pay. Then, the soy sauce. Now, we can't get soy sauce, really, um, that I've seen in a long time. So, here is a soy sauce almost recipe. It is going to change the taste a little because obviously we can't use the real stuff. So two tablespoons of vegetable of beef broth, which means your um, beef stock. One tablespoon of red wine vinegar. One teaspoon of balsamic vinegar. One teaspoon of sugar. One teaspoon of oil. An eighth of a teaspoon of garlic powder. Some black pepper to taste and a quarter cup of boiling water. You're going to combine all your ingredients. And now you can either use the sauce as it is or leave it in for about an hour for the flavors to blend. And if you want a much thicker, richer soy type sauce, you're going to reduce it by half until you've got at least three tablespoons. So it does make a quite a nice sticky sauce. And that is your soy sauce. Your next sauce is your salad dressing. Now we can buy salad dressing or we can make it. It's 180 mils of olive oil, 45 mils of honey. This is where you want your soy, so don't reduce it too much because we want a half a cup of that. Two tablespoons of ginger, a tablespoon of garlic, 20 mils of lime juice, so that's about six limes. 50 mils of sesame oil, which you can make yourself as well. Sesame seeds are kidney oil, so you would soak them in your oil I would say do it today already so that it's ready for when you want to serve. And then a half a teaspoon of chili flakes. Now, this is optional. You can also reduce it if you want the kick, but not quite so much. You're going to blend all the ingredients together and just store it. Then for the expensive part, the duck breasts. Two duck breasts. Now, you can use chicken if you'd like. It is going to change the taste, and I will explain the change in the cooking method. You want a half a, t- a quarter of a teaspoon of your Asian spice, six plums quartered with the stone removed, 20 grams of dried cranberries if they're available. You can leave them out. 100 grams of mange too. That's why this is another kidney or thing. 100 grams of radishes thinly sliced and then cut in half moons. 200 milligrams of rocket, 200 milligrams of mixed lettuce, 200 milligrams of cherry tomatoes that are quartered. Now, the rocket is also known um, in the, for America, but one of the reasons that we love rocket is it's got that peppery taste to it. So that's a nice one to use. So how are you going to do this? You're going to use a sharp knife to take your duck breasts and score the skin, making like a diamond pattern. Now, because duck breasts are quite fatty, we don't use oil. If you are going to use chicken breasts, you will need a little bit of oil. Rub the Asian spice into the skin, place the duck breast chicken uh, skin side down, and then place the pan on an unlit stove. Turn the stove onto a medium temperature to render down the fat. When the skin is golden brown, turn the breast over and cook for a further two minutes. Now, the difference between duck and chicken is duck can be a little pink. It isn't raw. It is their color. So I would suggest if you're using the chicken breast, 
a little bit of oil in your pan, brown the skins, um, and then turn it over, making sure that your chicken breasts aren't too thick or cook long enough that they are not pink inside. You don't want to make anyone sick. Remove the breasts from the heat and put the pan aside, taking the chicken or the duck out of the pan so it doesn't continue cooking. You're going to leave it for five minutes, and then you're going to slice the breasts thinly uh, of a maximum of one centimeter, but I'd say half would be better, and allow to cool. To make the salad, you're going to use a nonstick frying pan to grill your plum quarters to get some color in and to remove the heat then from the heat. Wash and rinse your lettuce, pat dry in a large salad bowl or serving platter, lay this on your bed of leaves. Now you're going to layer the rest. Sprinkle your quartered cherry tomatoes evenly over the leaves, then the radishes, then the onions, then the mashed too, and finally your grilled plums. If you have cranberries, use those to sprinkle over the salad. Sl- place your sliced duck breast, dress your salad before serving, and there you have it, your fancy um, lunch or dinner. The Pesach editions of the Essen Fressen Show is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. Whether you are chalishing for chalas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. The Pesach editions of Essen Fressen is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. Right, my second recipe is using the pinotage. Did you know that pinotage is purely a South African cultivar? It's a combination of pinot noir and hermitage grapes. The cult, this was first cultivated in 1925 and pinotage, I know I don't like it, but pinotage was a very unpopular wine until very recently because it's very acidic and it's why it goes great with meat. Now, I love cooking with pinotage, I have to admit. I'm not a fan of drinking it, but I am not a fan of drinking red wine anyway. But cooking with it, I cook with it all the time. And just so you know, the pinotage and the Merlot are both 145 rand a bottle on special at Pick and Bay for Pesach. So the recipe from uh, Chef Daniel Kastner contains kidney oat, but it is perfect for the last two nights of Pesach because it is a dry roast. Once again, not a budget-friendly recipe. It's lamb rack with a pinotage jus, and jus just basically means a juice or a gravy. So what you want is French lamb rack, one and a half to two kilos. You can use lamb chops if you would like. Six to eight cloves of garlic, 50 grams of parsley, olive oil, and Sydney back pinotage with, and soy sauce. Now you should still have some soy sauce left over from, uh, Chef Dylan's recipe, so you can use that too. If you can find, um, soy, which I actually have never seen for Pesach, I must admit, I usually make my own. Right. What you're going to do with your lamb is you're going to sear the lamb. Whether it's a rack or chops, you're going to sear the rack on all sides with salt and pepper. And then in a skillet or pan, you're going to do it on high heat with enough olive oil to coat the entire pan. Um, and you want to make sure that the lamb is nice and brown on all sides. It takes about three to four minutes. 
You're going to remove from the pan and place on a cooling rack set in a roasting dish. In a food processor, you're going to blend your matzo meal, your parsley, your garlic until it's a crumbly consistency um, because you're going to put that on your lamb. Brush the lamb with olive oil and coat the entire exterior with a garlic and herb rub. So you want to make a beautiful little crust around it. You roast this in the oven for 20 to 25 minutes at about 175 to 180 degrees or until the, you know, the meat is cooked as you would like it. Uh, we want the internal temperature eventually to read 60 to 70. So because you're putting it in a warmer, you want to cook it slightly under so that it carries on using its residual heat to keep, to get it to the right temperature and the right doneness, I suppose if that's a word. Now to make the jus or the sauce is in a saucepan, you're going to fry two very finely uh, sliced onions. Um, you're going to add your pinotage. You're going to add your soy and you're going to bring that all to boil and you want to allow it to simmer until it's reduced by at least three quarters. And you're going to pour this over your lamb and your vegetables. So it is absolutely delicious. Now the last recipe is mine and I decided on something a little different. I went right off the meat and chose fish. Now Chardonnay is absolutely perfect with fish or chicken. It is a lighter wine and it's just a really nice sort of nutty flavor that goes really well. But I chose a fish that isn't always easily available and it can be substituted with hake, which is available at the pick and pay counter. Um, you can buy it fresh uh, for 199 kilo per kilo or you can buy it frozen from them at 209 rand 99 per kilo. So I chose Caballo. Now, I'm not sure if Caballo is not popular because of the amount of bones in it or just the fact that people don't know it's kosher. The truth is, the first time I encountered this fish was about 15 years ago when I worked a function for Alan Bender. And Alan did the Caballo. He steamed them in banana leaves. Now, I've never seen that before or since, um, but uh, I do remember it. It has stayed in my head the whole time. So, Alan, this is your recipe. We want one and a half kilos of cabello, specifically because there's so many bones, we want that amount of fish. Or you can use 800 grams of hake. Uh, you're working on 200 grams per person. Two red peppers, seeded and sliced, one red onion sliced, 30 mils of olive oil, salt and pepper to taste, 125 mils of chardonnay, which can be, if you really want, substituted with a vegetable stock. 100, millig- 100 grams, should I say, of hazelnuts or walnuts, which are on special, finely chopped. The zest of one lemon and three baby fennel cut lengthwise. You're going to preheat your oven to 180. And in an oven-proof dish, you're going to place a layer of the peppers and onions. You're going to season your fish with salt and pepper and place your fish pieces or your whole fish onto the onion and pepper layer. You're going to slice your fennel down the center so it's lengthwise, and you're going to pay, put those on the sides of the dish. Um, fennel has quite a, a 
licorice flavor. So not everybody likes it. And that's why I say don't put it on the fish. Put it around the fish so that it doesn't overpower the flavor of the beautiful fish. You're going to pour your Chardonnay into the baking dish and you're going to bake it covered for 20 to 30 minutes in your oven. While that's happening, you're going to grind your chopped nuts. You're going to zest your lemon. You're going to add it all together. You can do this in your blender if you want. Just chop up the nuts with the lemon rind together. And when you want to uncover your fish, you're going to sprinkle the nut and lemon mixture over. You're going to bake uncovered for a further 10 minutes just to add some color and put it in your warmer until you are ready to serve. Now, all of these things go really well with things like potato, so roast potatoes, um, that kind of stuff is really, really, really good. And Chef Daniel did give me a quick potato salad recipe, which is really delicious. I haven't included it on the website, but the rest of the recipes you will find there. For the potato salad, it is a cup of mayonnaise, 750 grams of potatoes, the baby potatoes, cleaned and halved, two red onions diced, four large gherkins diced, two tablespoons of whole grain mustard, and salt and pepper to taste. With the addition of the whole grain mustard, it does make this a kitneyot dish, so you can leave that out if you would like. Um, and we do get the beta sheta cucumbers on the pick and pay specials list. So those are actually really good to add. You're going to, for the, um, sorry, for the potato salad, you're going to put your potatoes boiled in a bit of salt water around about 15 to 20 minutes till they soft. You're going to drain and allow the potatoes to cool. You're going to add the potatoes to a bowl with mayonnaise, with the mustard, the red onion and the gherkin. Mix it really well and serve. So it's a different take on a potato salad that would really, really do well. Um, and it's a delicious salad to serve. So I'm Adrian Bugatti. This is the Essen Fressen Show. Essen, Essen Pesach Edition is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. Whether you are chalishing for chalas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bugatti. It's all about the food. The Pesach editions of Essen Fressen is brought to you by Pick and Bay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. Right, I hope those recipes gave you a little food for thought. Most of the ingredients are easily available at Nord Pick and Pay Hypermarket. So have a look around. One of the things is my usual kosher updates from around the world. And this time, South Africa has a lot. So we've got a lot of local updates and let's get started. So the first one is actually for after Pesach. Lilicious Online Bakery is Pasisrael, Parav and Dairy. Sunbake Sourdough Bread is now kosher Parav with or without a Bethden logo. Hmm, nice to know. Farm World Fruit Strings are Parav and available in the following flavors. Mixed Berry, Strawberry and Mango Raspberry. The following Dragon Ginger Alcoholic Beverages are now kosher certified. Dragon Heart Zelsa in all flavors, including the ginger. The following Cold Fusion Alcohols are kosher certified parav. Cold Fusion Gin and Cold Fusion Vodka. 
Those are the only two that are certified, by the way. There are other flavors. Clover condensed milk produced in South Africa is kosher dairy with or without a Bethlehem logo if it is produced after the 28th of November 2022. Important to note that clover condensed milk produced in Lithuania is not certified kosher. Um, I actually have never looked, but I've been a very good girl and haven't bought condensed milk for a while. Now it's making me want some. Red Espresso Instant Cappuccino, Original and Unsweetened Tins and Sachets are now kosher dairy with or without the Bethlehem logo. The Bethlehem logo will be on future packaging. Exclusive Spirit Manufacturers features an array of locally produced alcoholic beverages including whiskey, rum, vodka, gin, liqueur, sambuca, schnapps, cordial and more. The full current stock is listed parov. The following Woolworths Nougat 100 gram bars only have changed their status to parov. This is with or without the Bethden logo. And that is because of a change in production. So almond honey nougat, macadamia cranberry nougat, roasted macadamia nougat, roasted pecan and cashew nut nougat, the 100 grams only. All other sizes are still dairy. The following one juice shakes or smoothies erroneously bear the kosher logo but are not kosher certified. The company apologizes for their area, uh, their error, sorry. Ready to drink protein shakes, raw cocoa and vanilla. Ready to drink smoothies, apple cinnamon, berry and citrus are all not kosher. And then Devil's Peak Beer Company is no longer kosher certified. That's sad. Sir Fruit Luxe Smoothie Blueberry Cheesecake bears the incorrect Parov logo. This product is dairy. And then, please note, there was a small batch of popcorn that was sent out for Shalak Monos that bears the kosher for Pesach label. While this product is kosher during the year, popcorn is kitniot, and therefore you need to be aware that if you are Ashkenazi, you cannot have it. Then from London. Update from the London Beth Den is DDAVP melts and Desmar melts tablets listed as approved parov are now not kosher. Um, please note the alternative. And then um, apparently this is a medicine, so please always consult your GP before changing your prescribed medications. Cafe at Kaplan JCC on the Palisades have changed their kashrut supervisor. So please be aware of that. It was uh, the Rabbinical Council of Bergen County, um, and they are now operated under the RCBC. So please be aware. Um, it is a difference in your mashkiach, and you need to double-check with that. The Essen Fressen Show is brought to you this week by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. Whether you are chalishing for chalas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. The Pesach editions of Essen Fressen is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. So we're going through the overseas kashrut um, announcements. And there is from an alert from the OU by Babery Brothers Sources. 
Bayberry Brother Products, Bayberry Brothers Distribution, Brooklyn, New York, have an unauthorized OU. The Orthodox unit does not certify Bayberry Brothers products. Some of their products bear an unauthorized OU mark. Please, if you see, see the products in the supermarkets, would you let kosherquest uh, at OU.org know? Then an Israeli food safety recall, Telfrost green beans have uh, been recalled because of a contamination of listeria. So that's an important thing. Um, and there are quite a few products. Then Eden Tachina Sweets and Food, uh, they've also recorded recalled products made between the 14th of March this year and the 22nd of March this year due to a possible salmonella contamination. Please check your kosher updates. Baltimore Jewish Law Life announced consumers should be aware that some grape juice being sold locally with the label Schmitter, uh, produced during Schmitter using Hetemachira. Please, if you have purchased the product, check with your rabbi on how to handle that. Perfection Bakeries, trading as Aunt Millie's, has issued an allergy alert for an undeclared sesame um, ingredient on our family hot dog buns. So that is from the FDA. The product comes in a printed plastic package marked Our Family Hot Dog Buns and on the top has a blue twist tie. So please be aware of that. It came as a, a, when they discovered that there were some sesames in the buns. Second Nature Brands issues an allergy alert for an undeclared wheat in the gluten-free Reese's Pieces brownie brittle. Okay, that's quite a big one. So they've called recalled the gluten-free Reese's Pieces brownie brittle from uh, nationwide. There is also an ep- outbreak of hepatitis A linked to or- frozen organic strawberries. This was from last week already. The FDA has determined that frozen organic strawberries linked to a current outbreak of hepatitis A infections in the state of Washington originated on certain farms in Baja, California, which is Mexico. The outbreak strain is identical to the strain of hepatitis A, which was responsible for an outbreak in 2022 from the same factory. Hmm, that's a bit of a worry. Then Israeli milk allergy alert, Bernoulli Bakery Boutique, their branded Parmesan crackers, they've recalled that um, because of an undeclared milk. Um, I'm a little confused because... Obviously, the branded, um, it's Parmesan. One would assume that there is milk in that. Please, once again, just remember when you are checking kosher symbols and stamp to check with your rabbi that these are accepted by your community. Um, and I'm Adrian Bogarty. This is the Essen Fresen Show. Pesach editions of the Essen Fresen is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. Whether you are chalishing for chalas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fresen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. The Pesach editions of Essen Fresen is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. Now, Pick and Pay very kindly printed out our beautiful um, kosher guide, and in it is the green list. So I'd like to just make you aware of a few of these things. The green list is products that can be used on Pesach without a Pesach heksha. The question is, though, that you need to, or sorry, not the question. The thing that you need to do is you need to have bought it 
before Pesach. You cannot buy it during Pesach at all. So they are the regular Bethlehem logo, but, you know, that's the way it works. One of the few things that you can't, that do need the heksha, should I say, is raw honey and processed honey. They do need a heksha on um, as well. And then to be aware of the kidney oat, your coffees, your meat, fish. So I was talking about buying cabalho for the recipe. Um, you can buy cabalho from anywhere. You just need to remember to wash it very well before using it. Then the uh, pick and pay fish counter, that is already kosher for Pesach. So you can buy your fish directly from them. And obviously all the meats in the butchery are kosher for Pesach. So you can use that. Please remember that raw meats um, can be used without a heksha. However, mince and cold meats, uh, chicken, burvos, that kind of thing needs a heksha because it does often contain other ingredients. Next week, I think we're going to look at um, some breakfast ideas for Pesach since it will be Arab Pesach on the day. So, Join me again for the Essen Fresen show, which is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. I'm Adrian Bugatti, and see you next week.